Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Patricia Cumro. Patty is the Corporate Vice President and General Manager of NEX Cloud Networking Group at Intel, a company she's worked with for nearly 18 years. Her role includes responsibilities for Intel's Infrastructure Processing Unit and the Foundational Network Interface Card Group. As such, she helps drive significant innovation for Intel and for the company's customers. Among the innovative topics, she is helping drive artificial intelligence at the edge. One topic among many I look forward to getting her perspectives on in this conversation. Patty Cumro, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Thanks. Thanks for having me today. It's a pleasure. But first, a quick word from our partner, Adyen, and the company's chief operating officer, Cameron Zaki. Adyen is a payment platform company that allows businesses to accept e-commerce, mobile, and point-of-sale payments. And Cameron wanted to provide a short overview of what Adyen has to offer. Cameron, over to you. Thanks, Peter. It's one global platform on which you can do many continents and countries, all the relevant payment methods, which vary significantly across different parts of the world to online and physical world or mobile. And we've continued to expand from there. If you go to a dinner party and people ask you what you do when you say this, they're like, that sounds like common sense. Why is it unique? The reality is that a lot of the players who've been around for decades have grown on mainframe computing, releasing once or twice a year, buying other companies, and then they give you one API. But behind the scenes, it's a bit of a spaghetti mess, unfortunately. What Adyen did and what we do is sort of really do the back-end plumbing that is a little less sexy at times, but really makes the difference in being able to say, hey, it was Peter. Do you know that he you know, shops online and on mobile and in your store and you can recognize him and you can connect all the dots and it's not just enabling the payment, but it's, hey, how do you factor that into loyalty and marketing and all kinds of other use cases? Thanks, Cameron. And now on to the interview. Well, Patty, I thought we would begin with your role. Uh, you work for Intel Corporation, a company you've been with for nearly 18 years now, and you are the corporate vice president and general manager of NEX Cloud Networking Group. And uh, to the uninitiated, maybe you could take a quick moment and describe uh, what's within your purview uh, as part of that role, please. Okay, sure. So the cloud networking group that I run is a team spread across 17 countries, 34 sites. We're a large team and our product portfolio includes foundational NICs, so networking interface cards, uh, infrastructure processing units, and switches. And sort of, you know, if you step back, that portfolio really represents Intel's Intel's play in moving data around. So, you know, there's been a huge explosion of data over the last decades. We've talked about that in lots of different places. And uh, the NEX group that I'm part of, uh, our charter is Network and Edge. So we, you know, we move data around the world, Ethernet-based protocols, and uh, my team builds markets, architects. Uh, and develops the software for the components that do that for Intel. A very strategic part of the organization and strategic in the minds of a great number of technology executives. As you, you mentioned, the play in moving data around data is so sacrosanct today and it's um, appropriate movement to allow people to synthesize it, make better decisions and so on is increasingly critical. Um, talk a bit a bit about your own. Uh, I would love to understand a little bit more about your own perspectives on that. Um, you know, data as a discipline, and, and as someone who has reason not only to work within the context of a, a large, complex organization like Intel, uh, but one a role that also has you working with a lot of other companies. Um, talk a bit about what you're seeing as sort of the opportunities and advancements that are being made across industries that you that you serve. 
Yeah, um, I really like how you framed that. To think about, um, you know, data and the way that you framed it really resonates with me. We have really moved our thinking from, hey, there's these compute elements, CPUs, everything happens in the CPU, right? The data goes there, that's where all the compute is. Um, you know, of course that's still true, um, but you've seen the advent of GPUs and lots of specialized accelerators. And the network is an absolutely key part of keeping all those compute uh, silicon beasts fed, I'll say. Um, you know, sort of the arc of my career, I started in back room of the data center, I'll, I'll say, back in risk processors at HP for financial industries. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really ubiquitous. And then we had the advent of cloud. And then it became really clear how important data was to the world. Of course, this was a long time ago. Um, but, you know, cloud's going nowhere. Cloud's just going to continue to explode and grow. But now we're seeing the edge build out as well. And so data has to move from, you know, our phones to the cloud, back to our phones, to our cars, to, you know, industrial devices and automated factories. It's just it's just, just magnificent and explosive what's happened with technology over these last decades. And so the role that I'm in now um, and the, the group that I'm part of, our job is to make sure that that network is as effective and secure and um, intelligent as possible. So, you know, no longer are we just passing data from point A to point B, um, you know, just straight through. There are a lot of things that we do as data moves through the network from cloud to the edge and back. Uh, for all kinds of things like security, more efficient storage, um, better virtualization. Uh, you know, this field is just so rich with innovation. Um, and I think one of the most exciting parts about this role for me is how much I get to talk to customers. Uh, in a previous role, I was a hardware design uh, engineer and then manager, and, and uh, I didn't get to see the customers as much as we do today. We just have so much co-innovation we're doing with our customers because the use cases are proliferating so fast and there, uh, there's so much complexity and opportunity there. And the closer we are to our customers, the better job we do figuring out what they really need and designing for that and delivering what they need. That's I, I'm so interesting. You talk a bit about that. And I, you talked about, of course, the advancements in the cloud and other sorts of uh, adjacent innovations that are enabling companies to take better advantage of all that you've described. And, and I can only imagine that as you work with, with uh, customers, naturally you're seeing people at different rungs of the ladder of maturity associated with the, prog the, the, the various aspects of what you've described. And I wonder, what do you see as some of the difference makers across those companies in terms of their successful adoption of, of uh, what, what you've noted, their, their ability to do better things with data more rapidly, making better decisions along the way as well? What do you see as some of those difference makers, as I say? Yeah, um, you know, I think we see a lot of innovation in the cloud. And I see the conversation has really shifted from hey, what can you put in your silicon that I can use in three years because that's your average silicon life cycle to um, how fast can I program my network? I want to update it daily, not every three years. So the customers that have figure, figured out how to use software, software-defined networking, software-defined everything so that they can be more nimble, so they can adapt to the changing world around us and their customers. Um, that's where I see a lot of success and a lot of innovation being driven with us as we partner with them. Uh, very interesting. Talk a bit about the team you lead, if you would, Patty. Um, I, I can only imagine, given the complexity of what you've described, you must have quite a talented team, but also one whose skills need to continue to evolve towards where the future of business is going. Uh, talk a bit about that team, if you would. 
Yeah, that's a great observation too. I remember four years ago or so somebody asked me, man, we're transforming really quickly. When are we done? When will we know we've succeeded? And you know, my answer is you're never done. In, in this field, we're never done. Uh, engineers do not come to work to do things the same way they did them yesterday. And I think that's that's one of the you know most exciting things about this field. Um, but we do have a, a, a large, uh, we have a large team, talented team, people from all, you know, major disciplines required to innovate with the customer and then bring a product to market and support it. So a pretty sizable silicon design team, software design team, board design team, marketing team, uh, architecture team, and then business development to really get close to our customers, figure out what they need. We have 500 plus customers, everything from, you know, tier one hyperscalers to, end users to OEMs, um, you know, and they all, they all need something a little different um, across our product lines. So, you know, we're pretty cradle to cradle to grave, um, have all the functions together, which is a, a, a really great opportunity as a GM to really be able to, to have all those things close to each other to deliver the business. And talk a bit about, if you would, Patty, how you collaborate with the rest of Intel. Uh, it must be an enormous advantage. And as somebody who's been with the organization for most of the past couple of decades, no doubt you've got a, a great ecosystem that you're quite knowledgeable about in terms of uh, you know, how the different parts and pieces lift each other up and, and add something you know, where, where the, uh, um, the group is better than, the, the, than, the, than each of the pieces alone. Uh, talk a bit about how your group operates within the, bro the broader ecosystem across e uh, Intel, if you would. That's a great question too. Um, and there's so many ways to answer that question. Being an engineer, I'm going to start with the technology piece of it. Um, you know, just to give you an example, our big, the big product that we debuted this year is the infrastructure processing unit. So this is, it's a, it's a device, it's a strategic control point in the platform. It basically takes technology that we have before inside our team, but across lots of other places at Intel, IP from our storage team, from uh, our Xeon team, uh, we have security IP from yet a different team. And so my group, we were able to go talk to our customer Google that we partnered with on this on this particular chip and say, look, we have all these assets. Um, you know, how can we work together to deliver you what you need? And that went well beyond what my team had in its portfolio at the time. So, you know, our ability to share technology across the company for any particular use case or customer need is, is a huge benefit to us. Um, you know, in the IPU space, we built, my team builds ASIC-based IPUs, but we also have an FPGA team um, in a different, in a different organization, DCAI, um, Data Center and AI Group, <laughs> another one of our acronyms. And we work together um, to, you know, we'll get together with a customer who's looking for an IPU and we'll say, hey, we have this in a, you know, completely ASIC-based solution. And then we also have an FPGA-based solution where customers can have more programmability. Um, and depending on what they want, you know, they have multiple, multiple choices. So that is, you know, that's really fantastic. And then another thing I think is, is excellent about Intel, uh, in particular for all the people that work there, is just, you know, people can do all kinds of different things in the course of their career. Um, you know, we, there's very few things in the semiconductor industry that we don't touch and our software has really um, gotten expensive as well. So just, you know, so many different career paths that people can follow. For me, for example, you know, I've loved being part of Intel because I was able to go from being purely an engineering manager in our in our Xeon product line to taking on a GM role and learning other parts of the business to, you know, to to fill that out. So that's been really cool. 
Very, very interesting. No doubt a reason why you found it fulfilling to stay with the organization for so long, those many opportunities to learn and grow. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to also ask you, we talked a bit about the ecosystem within the organization. I, I know that you're actively involved in establishing a broader ecosystem outside of the organization as well, with partnerships with other leading technology organizations, for example. Um, can you talk a bit about how you've curated those and to what end? Yeah, um, so this infrastructure processing unit we built, it's kind of a Swiss army knife. It's a strategic control point. We, we always say that about it, which is true. Um, and it will, you can do all kinds of different things with it, depending on who you are as the customer. If you're a hyperscaler, if you've got an edge deployment, you know, lots of different things you can do. And, you know, as people manage their networks, they really need more ability to program, uh, to um implement telemetry to see what's happening in their networks. And this is really hard to do at any individual device level. So you really wanna do it in software. You wanna be able to monitor your network, program it, do whatever specific operations you need if you're a customer, if you're a developer. And so um, building out the software ecosystem is a really huge deal for us to be able to unlock the value of all of this and for our customers to do the same. And so we've partnered with you know Google, with Microsoft, with Red Hat, um, to build this this open programmable infrastructure community and ecosystem, we had our first uh, our first summit a couple months ago, and people are really coming together to embrace this. For customers, they want it to be vendor agnostic. They want to be able to buy our IPU or buy our competitors' IPU, depending on you know in which generation they like what. Um, and so it's really important that that sort of hardware layer be abstracted for them, so that they can they can do that, and so that they can you know, really build out whatever custom value proposition they have around the part. Patty, I also wanted to ask you a, a very interesting facet of your leadership is, is that you also are on the board of Synaptics Incorporated, a publicly traded uh, semiconductor manufacturing uh, organization, uh, works on connected devices, uh, among other things. I wonder if you could talk a bit about your experience um, as a board level executive as well, especially during these times, it must be particularly interesting. Uh, really dynamic times, uh, so much is changing in the world at the moment. Um, I, I, I wonder if there's maybe some at least general uh, overview that you can give in terms of your experience as a board member. Yeah, you know, it's really it's really rewarding to work with with that leadership team and to be able to see the challenges that that all of us uh, in the semiconductor industry are facing from that vantage point, you know, and I think some things that that we're all going through include the the pendulum has just swung incredibly quick and hard um, over the last year, you know, from being very, very supply constrained, lots and lots of demand to um, macroeconomic uncertainty. And the supply chain is still is still constrained in some areas, less so in others. And, you know, we're all figuring out how to work through that. So it's been great to see it sort of from multiple perspectives and, and you know, learn that way from from both. That makes sense. Can I also ask you, as you look to the future, Patty, um, yours is an organization that's really helping drive so much innovation. And so you have this reason to kind of peer around corners and contemplate what the future holds for, for your business, but very importantly, of course, for your customers' businesses as well. I wonder, what are you learning that has you excited about trends that are on the rise, for example? Oh, yes, another great question. Um, <laughs> that can have so many answers. But I think first and foremost, I would say that the advent of software has just made technology so much more accessible to so many different developers and end users. And, you know, even in my kids' generation, who everyone's coding, right? Everyone is figuring out how to use, how, you know, we call silicon the new oil sometimes at Intel. And it's just 
it's just impossible to imagine a facet of life where you can't use technology uh, to make it better. And so, you know, I think that's exciting. It's always going to be exciting. Um, you know, there's never going to be, I think, a moment of complacence for us because because the world is just going to keep pushing technology forward. And so in our space in particular, the things that that I see in the near future are the, the build out of the edge. We're all looking to understand, hey, what are those common use cases? Um, there's so much diversity at the edge. Um, and one of the trends we see is AI at the edge. So for example, you know, cars with AI in them and seeing how quickly that innovation um, is changing the way that the world interacts with its cars and then all the data sets that are collected and what we can do with those. It's just just extraordinary. So I, yeah, AI at the edge is a big one. Um, you know, I think that we need to figure out sooner rather than later, but you know, there'll just be more and more interesting questions um, popping up right after that one. More for us to keep in mind as we look to the future as well. Patty Cumro, thank you so much for sharing uh, your perspectives from this lofty perch you have within Intel, the remarkable work that your team is doing, a bit about your own career journey as well, and your board membership. It's been really great uh, conversation. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's been fun to be able to speak with you.